Welcome back, everybody, to Out of Our League, Opinions from the Bleachers, a podcast that features two dudes who peaked in intramurals giving hot takes on sports that we cannot play ourselves. I'm Greg. And I'm David. And today we're going to hit just a variety of topics that just hit us right in the heart. I'm excited. We're going to talk about our favorite sports video games of all time. And honestly, I don't even expect there to be controversy. If you don't agree, move it right along, man. (laughs) (laughs) Also, we're going to head into some weekly sports news. Then, thank God, we actually have weekly sports news now, man. We That's really right. <laughs> can, we can really get into this. And uh, outside of that, I'm going to get really ticked off about something, I'm sure. And then uh, <laughs> we're going to get right into why the NCAA is just uh, – it's just not okay. It's horrible and corrupt. <laughs> just bad people. To finish it out, everyone's favorite segment, uh, Producer Becca is going uh, – trying to go two for two on knowing her term, though I'm hearing rumors that – I don't think she stands a damn chance. (laughs) Greg, we have made it to the actual start of sports. I'm not talking MLS. I'm not talking (laughs) hockey. I'm talking NBA opening night right now as we're recording this episode. (laughs) We are not talking about the MLB because it's too easy to understand anyway. (laughs) That's right. The MLB (laughs) is – we're going to move past that one. (laughs) (laughs) Opening up on our first topic, Greg, we got top three favorite sport video games of all time. Oh, yeah. You know, given the fact that we're, uh, if you haven't been, you should have been quarantining for the past several months. That's right. uh, it's, it's given me the time to really just go back and play just crap tons of video games because what else do you do? And uh, that actually is what led us to think about, you know, what are those games that we may not have thought about in the past I don't know, years. <laughs> Ten years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and actually, that's funny because all of mine came out minimally. We're talking last-gen consoles or before. I think, yeah, no, I think my newest game is nine years old. Like all right. My newest one. <laughs> I, I don't even know the years, but I'm just, I'm just taking a swing. All right, man, so what do you got? We got number three. What's your Number what's your three, one I revisited in the quarantine. Okay. A fan favorite. I know all of you watching have played this game. I think everyone on Earth has played this game. Wii Sports, right out the gate, Greg. Oh number my three. God, are you, like, dude? I, yes. <laughs> no, I. It's it happened again. I, 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 mine is Wii Sports Resort at number yes, three. Yes, I knew it. Number three. <laughs> I, that's why I was like, I know, I know, Greg's gonna put it, but I have to do it. It's yeah. a group game. Wii Sports, Wii Sports Resort. I can go through the one. Mine was Wii Sports because like that was the one, the heat of the Wii. Like every single person oh, yeah. ever played Wii like, Sports. People bought the Wii just to play Wii Sports. <laughs> That's right. I mean, oh, oh, no, absolutely. I believe uh, that technically because it comes with the console, it's the highest selling game in terms of units ever because it comes for free. I have no doubt. Like, <laughs> I have no freaking doubt. Uh, that game is in essence, like that. that's still like, that's childhood to me. You know what I mean? And I wasn't even a child when this came out, but this sums <laughs> up everything that I wanted out of a game when I was a kid. Like actually, recently I asked Becca if we could break out the Wii just to play yes. Wii Sports for a little while. Yes, and it, it's always a good time. It's it, it, Wii Sports. Uh, I don't know if Resort had boxing. I'm pretty sure that was just Wii Sports. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think I'm 95 percent sure, and that is one of my first memories of just knocking the piss out of my stepdad. <laughs> like we we were we started boxing, and instead of like punching forward like I'm supposed to, I threw a right hook and just <laughs> <laughs> just decked him. I just and love. I, the Wii was like, I don't know, there's something about the fact, I and mean, Nintendo is really in, this, in America in this category of like totally approachable games that everyone oh, yeah. loves regardless of skill and experience. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nintendo, actually, if you remember, you know, when the PS2, Xbox 360, PS3, you know, no, actually, I'm off on that one, PS2 and Xbox, uh, PS3, Xbox 360, and so on, they were in that, the console war, right? Like, it, yep. it was always like, which one are you buying? What, you know, battle, battle, battle. Nintendo was involved in that for a little while, and then they, they went, were. no, we're going to do something entirely different, and I think it like I think it saved their company, frankly, because we the Wii U, for example, was kind of a flop. Yeah, I mean, it, it was. I'm sure people love it, and I'm whatever backlash, blah. Shut up. The, <laughs> the, the the Wii led to the Switch, and those are like the those that, are the that, two. Yeah, that's that's Nintendo, man. They're not trying to battle you in graphics. They're trying to battle you in like a different way to play games. Was love Nintendo it. also GameCube? Absolutely. Yep. See, that th- those are like those are pillars. I have some. I never had a GameCube actually. But some oh, really? of my fondest memories are friends of mine who had GameCubes and we would go there and play all the time. Dude, Super Smash Melee 24-7. <laughs> That's all I did as a child. But, uh, no, but got... getting back really quick, I loved Wii Sports Resort for two reasons. One, uh, sword fighting on that stupid oh, yes. like pedestal that you knock <laughs> people into the water. Uh, loved that. Uh, my dad actually woke up at like 8 o'clock one time and I was three hours deep already playing that game. <laughs> and he was like, what are you doing awake? And I was just swinging like a madman. Dude, awesome. Second basketball the basketball was really it. really intense it when was you found out that you could actually break someone's ankles and dunk yeah. that changed everything for me now uh we sports we sports resort i mean like it it should be on your favorite list if it's not you know you, you just got to change it up man what do you have right. at number two i'm afraid that we'll have very similar lists but what do you have at number two uh okay number two uh i'm i'd be kind of dumbfounded if you had it because uh, i'm gonna take some flack by the way uh <laughs> my uh, my coworker uh, slash very very good friend uh, is a big hockey fan, and he told me that this is a uh, this is a game that no one liked. Oh wow! Uh, which I disagree because I I spent a solid summer on it. Which uh, it's NHL Hits Pro. Oh uh, no! Did not this know game one. was stupid fun. I cared more about the hits stat than I cared about winning the game. My dad and I would actually get together and play about once every week, but we would play on the same team. So one of us would be a straight enforcer who would just be knocking people down 24-7, and the other one would score. We would have 200 hits per game. Wow. We would decimate. The other thing that's uh, really cool really cool about this game, you can hit the goalie out of nowhere. So if you send someone down the rink, oh, yeah, if you send someone down the rink ahead of you and drill the goalie, you can score every single time. It was excellent. I got to a point where I would have my dad knock out the goalie. I would take my own goalie, go all the way down the ice, and score with him. That's just, uh, you know, that's domination, man. Yeah, it's funny. One of my RL mentions is I think it's the most recent recent NHL video game. It's either 20 or 19. I can't remember what it is. I got it as part of, like, like your PS Pro or whatever it's called, like your membership per yeah, month that you yeah, get. Yeah. And there's a 3v3 mode that you can play with mascots. And that's mm. and my entire goal is to just – because there's no, there's no fouls or anything. So my entire yeah. goal is just to come at people and hit them for no reason. Yep. Oh yeah, that game is if, excellent. Especially if I if win, then why not? Anger. <laughs> exactly. All right, man. What's your number two? My number two is a specific on the PlayStation Two, which is my first console. NCAA March Madness 2006. Raymond Felton on the cover. Hey, yeah. Oh my God, is that the one? Uh, don't quote me on this. Is that the one with the the, the magic moments section? Yes, the classic. You, I, oh I yeah, college classics. Yes, man. Uh, like that, that was actually the first time as a child that I was introduced to exactly how the Michael Jordan shot happened. That's right. And it got to the point where I actually watched the video, figured out exactly the play, and then ran said play. 
and it's it was great. it was excellent, man. No, man, that was a great game. I poured hours into it. It's got oh, Dick yeah. Vitale over on the mm-hmm. speaker. We have there's diaper dandies and his Dipsy Doo Dunkaroos. Yeah, we got it that had thing. fifteen of those like classic moments at least that I could find online today. Yeah, one that I thought of immediately was the Valparaiso one, which is like a full court launch of the coach's oh, yeah. son or whatever. It's great. Mm-hmm. I love that game. It's got a dynasty mode. It doesn't matter. The whole thing to me was the college classics. And I used to be a UNC fan, and UNC was coming off with that 05 championship. Oh, they were so good. Oh, yeah. Like, that, that's, that was the move, man. Because I, I think if you – did you, you had the access to, like, Raymond Felton, Rashad McCants, Sean May, no, all no, those they, guys. They were all gone in 06. Oh, crap. Yeah, yep. you're right. Not a great uh, – not a great – like Larry Drew. That's, that's the era we're in with, with uh, Carolina basketball. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I was actually a UNC fan growing up myself, and, like, I was – I dug those games. Like, I dug the year before that when it let yep. me uh, – you know, when I, I, could, I could just dominate with Raymond Felton and Sean May. I used Rashad McCants some. I don't really know why. Duke could not <laughs> shoot in that game to save his life, which actually, you know, kind of spiraled into his pro career. That's a whole other thing. But – no, it was uh, a uh, it's a great game. I say memories. Um, I had a friend of mine come over and we asked my roommate and we played it on the PS2 recently, and uh, the graphics are not great. It's all nostalgia. It's still fun though. Like it's because especially with no college game out anymore, it's still fun to go like, and play uh, like officially with ESPN on the background. It's awesome. Do you have any observations, oh, yeah. Greg, or should I list mine off? I would be just absolutely insane not to mention the entire NCAA football series. Yep. Uh, the, the, the game that I miss so, so greatly. I think uh, the two, at least the one that sticks out in my mind is uh, 09, which was uh, Matt Ryan on the cover. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it, it took a big leap from 08. 08 just felt kind of, I don't know, clunky. But also uh, I fell in love with 08 because it actually was the first game to register my name. Uh, oh really? It's so, interesting. So if I if I plugged my name into the like campus legend mode or whatever, yeah, right. uh, you know they would actually say Thorn up to the line. I'm like, all right, you know that was cool. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I miss NCAA football. That was a that was just a phenomenal series. I think everyone uh, misses I, it a lot. Well, I mean, honestly, and I can't really put this into technical terms because I really don't know them. It was faster than Madden. There was something about it that, like, the gameplay was just faster. Madden felt more confined. Now, Madden's done better in years past, or, you, you know, recent years, but I, I don't know. Like, it, it, it was just better. Yeah, I, I, I've, better. I've been playing very recently, the past couple of weeks. Um, there's all kinds of people that keep the rosters updated every single year on the – Oh, that is excellent. So, I went on there. I was I played Kyle Trask on there. I'm playing against Burrow and LSU. I'm using UF all right. and all. They're still in the swamp, everything. And – I, this is, it's NCA 14, the newest one, which is in the newest on the last gen console. Uh-huh. And I went to this year's Madden because I have it. And it's just like, I don't like it as much. The play itself, I don't like as much as the old one. Because it's not good. That's right. I don't, know. <laughs> it's, I don't know how else to put it. Like, I played the crap out of Madden this year, but it's because I don't have another option. Yeah. I, I used to only buy Madden because Campus Legends could export into Madden, that's and I wanted to keep being my guy. I didn't care about Madden. So now, I, now I do it because that's the only football game you get. That's right. Well, uh, they, they just re-upped their exclusive license with the NFL, too. So we have another, like, true. five years with them. I do have to drop in my favorite NCAA football moment of all time before we hit our number ones. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, was, uh, it was back when dad, my dad and I had this rivalry of every other weekend we would play for, like, five hours straight. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was stupid intense. And uh, I would always take Florida, randomly enough, and he would Heck always yeah. take Florida State. And I think I took Florida because Tim Tebow was there at the time. Wow, it's and easy this money. Year's, oh, yeah. Uh, but my dad had me by 14 
going into the last two minutes. It's fourth down and like a mile because he sacked me. And I just chuck the ball as hard as I can to Percy Harvin. I don't even know where he's at. And it goes out of bounds. But Percy goes up and one hand grabs it. My dad's dude tackles me in the legs, flips me back in bounds. It actually counts. And then I wind up scoring, convert the onside kick, score again, and beat him in overtime. This still bothers him to this That's day. That's great. <laughs> I got to tell you, that, that team, by the way, Urban Meyer is a, a cheating, not great person. But, no, oh, no, my God, terrible, Tim terrible Tebow, Cam Newton, Aaron Hernandez, Percy Harvin. There's oh, more. No. Crazy. Absolutely my, insane. My honorable mentions, uh, Tony Hawk, pro skater. All those games okay. are fantastic. Yep, yep. The Gran Turismo games are all – like, if you want a real racing game – that's yeah. the go-to for sure. Yeah. Uh, all of these street games like FIFA Street, NFL Street, <laughs> love them. Don't know why. They're amazing. Oh, and NFL Blitz is the same way. And then uh, my last one, I guess, is Need for Speed. Need for Speed has been excellent for years and years. There was one that actually came out that let you like drift down the mountain for the boss, ma- uh, yeah. boss races, similar to like uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, which was just awesome. If you oh, want yeah. a total arcade game, Need for Speed. If you want a real racing game, Gran Turismo. But if you want to just like get in there and drift around nah, fun cars. I, I, want, I want to hit slow-mo buttons and somehow right. shoot around guys. Nah, that's what I'm in it for. What do you have right. as your number one, Greg? All right, you already just said it. NFL Street 2, man. Like, that, <laughs> yes. was, that was the game. NFL Street 1, for everyone who didn't play it, was a garbage executed <laughs> version of a great idea. Because right. everyone wants to play a like no-holds-barred, no-stupid-rules, who-gives-a-damn-about-offsides version of football. But there was something about how clunky it was. It was impossible to play. Nothing wanted to listen to you. They fixed it all in NFL Street 2. And for some reason, you had to play against Exhibit as like your final boss, which I still can't figure out. Like, why was he there? Uh, I guess that was like the height of pit my ride. I don't know. Don't know um, yeah. Game was excellent, though. Every time you added weight to your character, he put on mass amounts of muscle. Uh, <laughs> so if you add like five pounds, all of a sudden he's huge. And if you, if you have that tipping point where you get him to like, I don't, it was in the mid 200s and he's like, Jack, 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 Jack. And if you do one more pound, he immediately gets this <laughs> massive beer gut. I, I loved it. That game was that game actually helped me understand football, man, just because it wasn't so clunky and yeah, right. It simplified how many rules you actually need to know. Yeah, uh, I still love that game. I'm on the hunt for that game. Anybody who is listening, uh, <laughs> if you see if you see that game uh, that's not sixty darn dollars for GameCube, please tell me because I want it so badly. That's a, I, I love it. It's a, that, that's a great pick. For some reason, I was thinking about this earlier. I, I played FIFA Street way more than NFL, whatever, whatever reason. I don't know why. It's the same concept, obviously, but for yeah. soccer. I don't know why I played it way more. See, I, I never played any of the FIFAs, really, but I was just, like, drawn to it. The first time I played FIFA, I didn't even know. I had to understand the rules, and I had everybody <laughs> ejected by, like, the second Yes. Quarter. That's football player playing FIFA right there, Greg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. My number one is NBA 2K11. Which is the okay. one with Jordan on the cover, first time in the game. Oh, the first time Jordan was there. Yep. Oh, yeah. Similarly, Solid game. They brought in all of the Jordan moments, which, all, which brought in all these classic teams for the first time because all of his moments with, you know, the Celtics and the 80s and Magic in the first finals. And I mean, it goes on forever. Oh, yeah. All of his moments, they brought all the, te- the full teams in to use in every other mode. You could also take Jordan as a rookie and get him drafted to any team and then yep. go on that way. Great game. Uh, that, that's the first time they had my player like really flushed out like really I, I i played the heck out of that game all the time and that's when mm-hmm. i was like 
and full on like in love with Jordan. I had the doc- this is before, I had a doc- documentary. I was like, it was great. <laughs> I was like 10 years old. I was loving it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And honestly, uh, I, I just reminded me, do you remember NBA live? Yes. They're trying to bring it back. That game was legit for a while. It made 2K look stupid. And then at some point, they just flipped. They totally And I don't, know, I don't know what happened, but NBA Live got bad. But, yeah, there was, there was a hot second where, like, they had the dunk contest. Like, you know, you, you could do the double between the legs crap and everything looked cool. I don't know. I, I just I, I was thinking about that the other day. I don't know if I, – I think 2K has got the lock on the market now, though. No one's really going to mess around it, with it. Live, live came back last – or two years ago and then said, we're going to come back in two more years. It's going to be tough. I wish that live would come around because there are – at any game, there are parts of 2K that need to be flushed out more that aren't being flushed oh, yeah. out because there's no competition because they're just trying to get the money parts flushed out more. Sure. But, like, understandably, if there was competition, they would be forced to flush out the entire thing because I'm really into the franchise mode. They need to flush out more of that. But in any event, great uh, game. I, 2K11. And- 2K is still my favorite game in general probably right now. And that, that's the 2K11 was what – Really gave it to me for that. And I've gotten away from 2K because I got tired of the spammers online. But uh, I will say that 2K did buy the rights to the PGA Tour franchise now. So there's no longer a Tiger Woods PGA Tour. There will be a PGA Tour 2K21, which is coming out here in a few weeks. And I've already pre-warned producer (laughs) Becca that money is going out the window to buy that game. So uh, we're uh, we're excited in this household. At least one of us is. Uh, That's awesome. It's a monumental day, man. We have basketball back. Yes, we do. It's, it's amazing. And we've got, and honestly, uh, before we even get into the actual games, I just wanted to bring this up. I got an email from Adam Silver. Yes, I am that important. Uh, not like anybody else in the freaking country got that email about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> but uh, it, it added in uh, some elements to the game that I was hoping they would add that I now know are real. I'm just going to quote it really fast. Yeah, give it to me introducing as as of the let's see as of the recording of this podcast uh i think this email has seriously been out for like half an hour so this is awesome we are introducing several elements to improve the live game viewing experience including multiple new camera angles enhanced audio of players and coaches that one you got to be careful about man like i'll be honest with you uh a feature on our nba app that allows for virtual crowd reactions yes which makes me very excited. That's what I want. And then uh, customize uh, alternative streams for NBA League Pass, blah, 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 blah. But back to this app thing. <laughs> I'm so stoked because that's what I've been wanting to happen in sports nonstop since this bubble thing started happening. I want to be able to just to spam the crap out of it the entire time. Every time LeBron touches the ball, I'm just hitting the boot. If that's there, I'm just hitting the boot. <laughs> no, actually, in reality, I'm not. But it, I'm just saying. Yeah, it, right. It, it, it opens up some possibilities. I, I love it. I think it's great. I heard baseball was doing this. I'm glad basketball is. I think it's a no-brainer, for the, if it's possible, clearly it is, to get oh, fans yeah. involved in some way. I've been, I've been watching the uh, TNT return with Shaq and Kenny and Charles and Chuck. Mm-hmm. I almost had a tear up to my eye, Greg. This is how exciting I am for sports to be back. I have not watched a sports pregame show in years, regardless, just because, like, I'm in college. I don't have time to watch, to watch the pregame show for stuff. They don't watch the game. When this thing came on, it just brought back, like, I'm tired of reality. Like, can we just get basketball back, please? Oh, yeah. And, you know, if, it, if uh, some guys like Lou Williams can chill out and stay out of the strip clubs <laughs> for about 45 minutes, we might actually make it to the end of the season. A strip club <laughs> in which he has a, a meal named after him, Greg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's after the cool. wings. And I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. The comments that came out after that happened make me want to try those damn wings because <laughs> everyone's talking about how they are – 
Like, you don't go to Wingstop. You don't go to Buffalo Wild Wings. You go to Magic City, apparently, to get your chicken wings. Yeah. I don't know. I've never done it, obviously, because, <laughs> like, what the heck? Why would I out myself like that if I did? But, <laughs> but like, I'll be honest, man. Like I'm thinking about like next time I'm in next time I'm in Orlando, I'm thinking about Grubhub and some <laughs> some <laughs> magic wings, some magic city wings. <laughs> I uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. That would be, uh, be something else. All right, so we've got two games tonight, right? We've got Jazz Pelicans, Lakers Clips. Yep. Right. What are you thinking? Like I, 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 I there's so much rust here, man. Like who knows? Yeah, Zion is gonna play limited minutes because he's not conditioned because he missed the whole bubble basically. Dude, he's a hooper. He just, he, he, just, he just told everybody, man, he'll play all game long. He's a hooper. I, I hope he does. Like, what else you say? I, I get that you're saving him for the next 20 years. At some point, I mean, like, how long are you going to save him for? Come on. Dude, you've been saving him for months. Come I think on. Lakers Clippers will almost not matter because nah. they're both – like, the, the Lakers work out one seed locked up pretty much like six, six games ahead. Clippers are kind of where they're going to be. I think that game is going to be, particularly the Clippers, just chemistry, feeling it out. Not going to go all the way. I think the Jazz are trying to match up with somebody, obviously, whoever they want to match up with in the playoffs. The Pelicans have to go, have to go all out because they're on the – so yeah, I don't know uh, what to expect. I, with the rust, with the different circumstances for each team, I, 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 hate, it's great. I hate to tell you, there ain't no way they're actually going to pull Zion. If the game's on the line, they're going to leave him in. Like, you, well, no, you've got I, to win games if you're the Pelicans, man. You have to go for it at some point. You do. And, like, I, I'm sorry, you, he's, he's about as fresh as you're going to get him. I mean, it's, I it's think just so. Plain I, I think I just I, I'm excited for you back. I think there's gonna be rust. I think though that once the real playoffs start, I think it's legit. I think the rust we knocked off. We've, we've already been playing for a week. We've been like oh, three yeah. weeks in. I mean, come on. Yeah. Some of these guys yeah. like the Lakers, LeBron's personal court. They didn't stop playing. I think nah, that uh, it, between between like really all you need is chemistry between LeBron and AD. I mean, like <laughs> <not> wrong. <laughs> you, you don't really need much else. Now the the lake but, the Clippers struggle a little more because they've only played eleven games with their top guys in like in the season, yeah. And so they're going to play eight ideally this week once Lou gets back. They'll play seven, I guess. But <laughs> they uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I, I think it's going to be interesting. I will say I, I am leaning for more and more into the Heat making the finals this year. I don't know why. I think it depends what matchups they land into. I just think that the bubble something weird's going to happen. In the lockout season of 98, the Knicks were the eight seed and went to the finals. I think something like that is going to happen, like funky. I'm not saying they're going to win, but I think, I think they're going to go to the finals. I think it's going to happen. Dude, I'm, I'm in – like this sounds really weird coming out of my mouth, but I'm in Pelican Nation right now. <laughs> Pels <laughs> I just, Nation. I want, I want that damn team to just take it to them, man. I want to see – somehow, some way, Zion Williamson upset LeBron in the first round. I want to – like – and I'd never pull for a New Orleans team ever, but I don't know, man. Like I'm, I'm I, I want to see this happen. And also, if they get all that juju going and they take the championship that the Saints won't get later, oh that's gosh. just that's just excellent all around. I love uh, when Anthony Davis is traded or asking for all the trades, and obviously going to get out of New Orleans. My favorite quote was that Stephen A. Smith. He said, "You know why AD wants that in New Orleans? Because he knows he's not winning an MVP in the Smoothie King Arena." Okay, <laughs> and Zion knows the same thing. So yeah, they, they better win soon, or he's out of there. Yeah, well, there's that. That makes that's kind of sad, though. The other uh, NBA news for this week is that Vince Carter yeah. officially retired at the age of 43, 22 years of a career. Straight up, didn't realize he was still playing. Was he with Atlanta oh, no. at this point? He's in Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I 
All right. The, the main reason I bring this up is because can you guess what other former NBA players are around his age, Greg? So oh, he, God. He's 43 years old. Allen Iverson is 45. How long Kev- has he been on the league? What's, how about Kevin Garnett? So uh, Garnett, I don't have. I have Tracy McGrady is 41, younger also. Oh, yeah? Mello is 36, like six or eight years younger. And then I got Dwayne Wade at 38 and Duncan at 44. These are all guys I, I've been in the league for years. Kevin Garnett is 44, by the way. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. It, it's, it, it, honestly, what's hilarious is those are the guys that, like, when I was first cognizant of basketball, they were, like, the top of the game, you know? I know. You know, like, the, the AI, the KGs, you know, Vince Carter dominating in Toronto, which all the kids don't even know about that. I mean, <laughs> Possibly the greatest dunker ever, Vince Carter. But I want, I want to throw him out there because, uh, obviously, that is a crazy long time to be playing. And then, hey. Greg, the biggest news of the week, I know, the Jamal Adams trade to the Seahawks. That's been since yeah. we recorded the last podcast. Yeah, Pete Carroll's walking around like a freaking stud right now. I think uh, it's a great move. Now, I will say, uh, yeah, it's a great move if you want to win this season. Uh, yep. Did you see how much they had to give up to get him, though? You, you should Multiple tell me. I know first- I know it was a lot. First round picks, uh, a third round pick. I mean, it was it was steep. But also, you know, Seattle won with the Legion of Boom for a reason. It had, you know, it, it, Pete Carroll knows how to build a defense. Uh, Pete Carroll got Dan Quinn his job in Atlanta, and frankly, I'm still kind of mad about it because like, <laughs> like it, he he won a Super Bowl with a freaking Ferrari that was handed to him. All they said was "Don't wreck." Yeah, right. You know, like it, it's so, but Pete Carroll can build, man. Like I, I don't know, it, it's if he did it, you know, it's a good move. For some, for some reason, I, I, watching Seattle, I'm like, he's got no one to throw to. He throws to himself because he has no one I was going to say the exact same thing. Holy crap, man. All you have is DK Metcalf. Yeah, Metcalf like, and there's other, some other guy that was almost a 1,000-yard receiver this year. But I was like, I just don't understand. Man. Like, can you help out Wilson? Like, I know that Jamal Adams is great and you have the opportunity to get him so you get him. But, like, damn. Nothing. Statistically, uh, actually, Russell Wilson had one of his best seasons last year. Russell I Wilson mean, is a beast. And I, he is. And yes. I hate Russell he, Wilson, but, I mean, he's a and beast. He, he's well-deserving of his NFL top 100 uh, <laughs> NFL top 100 ranking. You know who's not, though, David? Who is? Most of the other quarterbacks. Are you freaking kidding me? I love uh, Lamar Jackson. Look, no, I, I, got no, I got no qualms throwing an MVP there. Whatever, man. Like, you know, you can, you can make the argument that he got it. You can make the argument that Patty's got it. You can make the argument that Aaron Donald should be up there. But Greg, I gotta I, tell you, I gotta tell you, one of these quarterbacks got a five hundred million dollar contract for twelve years and one. Uh, day. Okay, oh yeah, no, <laughs> who no, no, is no. the top you. guy? I'm with you. <laughs> you. Given a minute, like you know, it depends on how how well, confident Baltimore is that you know he can survive. But uh, no, my biggest issue is that one Matt Ryan no, no. <laughs> was completely snubbed from the list, wherein the likes of bear with me, Kyler Murray. Who he okay? He did fine. Josh Allen, guys, he hasn't gone to the Super Bowl yet. That's yet. That, that's this Not season. Yet. This year, <laughs> this season, Dak Prescott, and then here's the one that burned me. Here's the one that killed me. Okay, Jimmy, I'm gonna. Nah, I'm not gonna cuss. Jimmy Garoppolo came in at 44. The man who literally did not have to do anything this season but hand the ball off to Tevin Coleman and Mostert. Every single – he threw like one pass in the playoffs until the Super Bowl, and then when he had to win the game, he missed. You're telling me this guy – this guy 
is a 44, but Matt Ryan, who has thrown for over 4,000 yards for nine straight years, is not even on your top 100 list. What the actual hell? That's uh, everybody, dude. I'm. We're trying to keep this family friendly, but so many f bombs just almost piled <laughs> out of my mouth. This is absolutely freaking insane. But I, uh, that's that's not good. No, it is not good. <laughs> it is absolutely <laughs> stupid. Like you know, you got like, and I get it. You know, if you got Tom Brady at fourteen, four, he's coming off one of his worst years ever. If we are talking just strictly last year, which we can't be talking about body of work, if no, Jimmy Garoppolo is in the top 100. And Lamar's won. I mean, come on. And Lamar is what we have to be talking about last season alone. How do you give Tom Brady that? You, it, it, uh, it, I, I, I'm, I'm going to – yeah. The NFL players are full of shit. It's, that's all I got. <laughs> It almost feels like that the NFL players and these like and the NBA does this too with it. They have their own voting now for all the like the players vote and everything. I almost feel like that, that those votes are just to make up for the lack of love that players get like in like the media voting and all. But then Matt Ryan should be higher at this one because he's like, they love Matt. <laughs> he gets crapped on by everybody, man. Like uh, every and honestly, like I, I watched one of the. He's done a lot of interviews this offseason, which is very abnormal for him. But one of the guys led in with. You guys remember Matt Ryan? He's still pretty good. And I, again, every Falcons fan who's not a complete D-bag, by the way, because yeah, there are right. so many Falcons fans that are like, we need to get rid of Matt Ryan. Shut up. There's a thousand things we need to do to fix this organization. Matt Ryan's not one of them. Yeah, right. But like, everybody is screaming like, we know he's good. <laughs> you, can't, you can't do what he's done. Uh, I, will, I will come out and say, just I'm using this platform now, historically on a second year of an offensive coordinator, Matt Ryan has gone the hell off. It, I think he's gotten year two with Dirk Cutter in the, uh, in the group. He's got the most talent around them that I think he's had since 2012, maybe even more. This is their freaking year. I'm considering putting money down on Matt Ryan to win MVP because he is a plus 4,400. So the payoff is insane to me. I, I just, yeah, I wonder, because MVP is all narrow driven. I wonder if he gets the MVP, even if he deserves it. I think that if they, if they show out the way I'm really, really hoping right. and thinking well, that they will – I don't really know they have an option. People don't really realize that in 16-17, when he had his MVP season, his stats were almost matching to what he did in 18. It's all the difference is The difference is Pat Mahomes threw 50 touchdowns that year, so how do you, you know. Yeah, right. But, uh, and also Matt Ryan was riding one of the, like, like I said, number, number six offense of all time or some crap like that. So, yeah, it is narrative-driven. I totally understand that. But, I, I, like, like I said, I'm, I'm peeved. I think I'm madder than he is. <laughs> well, probably. Can, yeah, right. Because I don't think let, he cares. But let me let me give you some quick uh, other news for this week before we before we move on to our next segment here. We got um, the MLS had registered over two weeks and eight consecutive, uh, eight hundred and eighty four people tested zero positive results, <laughs> which is very impressive. Gives me hope for other sports like the NBA and not the NFL <laughs> Major Baseball, but like they could actually happen. Yeah, I mean, like that 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 gives a person hope, right? I mean, you know, I mean, they, that's, that's considered with three almost games. almost a thousand people and over over th- almost three weeks of testing, and then no positive test. That's that great. That's crazy. Um, my my favorite news of the week, and this is uh, gonna sound mean, is <laughs> coming out of Russia. Greg, sixteen-year-old oh, goalkeeper. Struck by lightning on camera at practice. Oh my god! He's okay. I would not bring okay. it up if he wasn't I was, okay. I was gonna say, man, I didn't hear this, and I really hope you're taking it in a different direction. But that happened okay. on July fourth. He's signed with a new team now, actually. But 
it's the craziest part is one, he was struck on lightning, but two, it's caught on video. I watched the video, of course. Yeah. He's just like walking out to the goalie all by himself and he just struck on the field and knocked out. He said he doesn't remember going to practice. He doesn't remember going to hospitals and everything. And he has a big scar on like his shoulder now. That's like a, a hole where he was hit by the lightning. He's okay. All right. That's the craziest sports of her all week. Uh, all right. Well, wow. Uh, that beats the uh, only other thing that I wanted to bring up by a mile. Uh, <laughs> but, but good. I'm glad to hear he's okay. I yeah, mean, you no know, kidding. Like, well, that was almost a month ago now. He's fine. He's totally good. Oh, oh. well, that's an old news then. Uh, <laughs> no, still good for him. Uh, no, the one random, uh, random bit of news that I wanted to talk about, stupidly enough, was uh, Vic Beasley, who was Atlanta's defensive rusher, uh, defensive end for the past uh, five years. Uh, was finally cut, mercifully. <laughs> Most Falcons fans hate him okay. uh, because he, he led the NFL in sacks uh, in their Super Bowl year and then straight up did nothing forever, and he did nothing before that. But he finally uh, was – in a very weird move, I'm talking like the minute the season ended, the Falcons just came out and said, we are not signing Vic Beasley. Like, you didn't have to say anything until yeah, free agency. And they were like, no, 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 he is gone. <laughs> so he got picked up by the Titans immediately doesn't show up to training camp and doesn't say a word for the first two days. Nice. And I, uh, and then I read that if he got cut because of that, that Atlanta would actually lose their compensatory pick due, like, because they first rounder yeah, left. Right, right. And every freaking comment on the internet was, Big Beasley's screwing us again. He's not even here anymore. <laughs> He's still uh, screwing us. <laughs> but apparently he finally did say he will go to training camp. So Tennessee Titans fans, all of you out there, you had a great year last year. Please, for the love of God, do not rely on this man. He is a bag of useless. Uh, just, you know, hope he gets your five sacks and doesn't actually give up mid-game. That's all I got. That's uh, – I really, I really hope that the Titans have a good year this year. I hope that Derrick Henry gets paid and still plays well. That's what I'm concerned about. Usually when you pay some guys in the NFL, you might see that drop off. Well, it's, true. Even, it's really true for all the quarterbacks that have gotten paid and, like, never mm. win a Super Bowl after they get paid their big money. Mm. It's really not good. For the, and, uh, you know, Tannehill. Well, know, it, it, a Tannehill had a good year. Rodgers won before he was paid. Eli Manning won before he was paid. Russell Wilson won before he was paid. Everyone but Brady never was paid until now. They, they, you don't win without oh, a good point. Brady up. was never really paid. Not now to, he is. He is not taken up to the extent of like a percentage of your cap goes to this one guy. Oof. They suck this year then. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Time for will, Brady to suck. Well, he followed the trend. <laughs> No, uh, but that, that leads us in to our main topic this week, Greg, of the NCAA is the devil. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we've all known the NCAA is the well, devil. Right. It's, That's it's not just, breaking it just news. Is. No, it is not breaking news. Uh, really quickly, uh, just to backpedal a little bit, right. the ACC, uh, as opposed to what we talked about last week, has officially said they will be doing a, uh, a conference-only situation. And I think one out-of-conference game that they have yet to decide. Notre Dame. Uh, I'm a, yeah, I, well, yeah, that, that's their guy they're dropping in. But I'm assuming that that means that they might try to pull off like a North Carolina-Auburn game that they do or blah, blah, blah. Maybe like an um, in-state thing for whatever they play or something? Yeah, yeah, something the, like uh, that. They're, try, they're trying – well, actually, the ACC, since they restructured for basketball, <laughs> stretches from Florida to New York. So uh, it's, Yeah, it's wild. It, it's kind of hard to – you know, it's kind of hard to do. The uh, SEC also announced that they're going to play a 10-game conference-only football schedule and move the start of the season to the 26th of September. All right. I mean, like, so, okay, this kind of peels all beautifully in. Tre- Trevor Lawrence, you owe nothing to the University of Clemson. <laughs> Do not get hurt playing Wake Forest. Do not get hurt playing Virginia Tech. It does not matter anymore. Does, I mean, 
Does that count as a bubble, though? Like, I don't think it does. Like, no, I'm not sure not how this adds any safety, really. It doesn't. Clemson by themselves got like 33 or 43 some odd freaking coronavirus cases, and they weren't even playing anybody. I just don't yeah, know, no. like, what this adds, like, conference only. If you're going to say that every football player in college football has got to sign in to be in a bubble on campus, and then they'll only play other bubble teams, like, that's not going to happen. It's like, nah. how does the conference element adds no safety to me other than, I guess, like, you know your conference's standards, so you know that they're not following the rules correctly and being safe? Dude, the athletes getting paid and who have had a multi-million dollar freaking bubble made in Disney World are still going to Magic City for, for wings. You're telling <laughs> me these unpaid oh, yeah. athletes are going to – hell no. Like, hey, maybe that's the thing, though. Maybe this is finally the way I get my way – NCAA, pay your players. They'll listen to you a little more. Just, well, you know, <laughs> just putting that out there. I was thinking of it because I've been thinking about for a while with the NCAA. They're like, why are they really around? They're really around for, for two things. They're around for every other sport that's not basketball, men's basketball, and football. And they're around to just kind of keep like conferences and police these fake rules they've made, basically. And so I'm yeah. like, well, why don't we just get rid of them since they're useless? There are some purposes. I just think that football should fully commit to making them their own sport, their own league, everything, their own rules. And I, I think that men's basketball has got to find a way to get out front of the thumb. Because I think having a large organization for all the other sports is helpful because it keeps, it's, brings security to all the other sports. But having it for football and basketball, which could be independent, does not add a lot of – there's no value being added. And then there's all kinds of rules being broken because no one believes in them. Look, I get it. Like, there, there needs to be some kind of an overarching uh, governing body that holds all of these schools, whether you be a Kentucky with millions and millions of dollars versus an Appalachian State who is building up in football but doesn't have the same level of resources. No. You want to hold them all to the same standards, and I get that. There needs to be something above it. Uh, and I get holding them all to a, sa- a set of standard rules like you're allowed – actually, NCAA athletes are allowed to work. I didn't know that. Uh, but they have to be, we have to work within these guidelines. You know, they're, they're, I, I understand it. My biggest issue is that it seems like it's more of a joke than anything else. You know, like, I, I, every now and then you get the NCAA bull, bull crap coming out, like UNC gets in trouble for blank and blank and blank, and then it's a big freaking deal for 25 minutes. Guess who's still making a crap ton of money off of college basketball? Because you're not going to get rid of UNC. No. Like, it, it, it's, eh, you know. Here, here's what I'm talking about. So I'll look at the numbers. So, they get – oh, where's the number at? They get 93% of their billion-dollar revenue from essentially two events. They get it from $867 million from March Madness. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And they get $178 million from all the rest of the NCAA attorneys, which does not count for any of the conference championships or conference tournaments and does not count for the college football playoff. It's not the NCAA. It's a different thing. So it's really uh, just March Madness that's carrying – Every single sport at every single school under the NCAA. I believe it. It was a consensus decision just between the two of us a couple weeks ago that March Madness is the ideal playoffs. I know. You know I, they've I got it say, figured out, man. The whole football thing with, like, if you let them pay players, these big schools will get to, like, have a competitive advantage. It's bullshit. I, I'm an ECU fan. There's no way – UCF is the example. There is no way in hell – ECU can physically make a college football playoff. They can go undefeated for three straight seasons in a row and not make it. Hey, so what you per, competitive you, you advantage per, are we losing? You, 
You proved that in, in NCAA, the video game. Oh, my God. Back, you cannot make them go to the finals. They can't. No, it literally – like, like I said, UCF is the living example of this. How many years they have to win the obvious next best conference and go undefeated and not make it? Now, granted, I have a lot of problems with UCF. They're, they're a bunch of annoying people, and they play no one in their offseason, which is unfortunate. But it's like – Clearly, I would rather see UCF go than watch Oklahoma lose to SEC team for the fifth, fifth straight year. Okay, I don't yeah. Really care. Yeah, I, like so. My biggest thing is don't you know if you want to be the NCAA and you want to have these overarching roles, make a standard stipend that these guys are getting paid. Yeah. That way, that way, it's not like that's not a situation where like you know if you're kicking tail, you get you know your two thousand dollars or something like that. No, like. My biggest issue with the NCAA is putting down all these roles in these college athletes. Uh, wh- who was it? Uh, Shabazz Napier a few years ago for Connecticut literally came out and said, I go to bed hungry because I can't afford food. And then they led to like, you know, it was a media thing more than anything else. Yeah, right. But then NCAA athletes on scholarship can get uh, free uh, dining hall food. Great. I'm so glad that happened. That still terrifies me. And it's still disgusting to me that a kid who – frankly, it was an NCAA March Madness darling yep. and made the NCAA God knows how much money. Oh, I mean, underdog is, story the whole way. Is, is, is going to bed hungry. Like, it, it, it's, it's absolutely insane. Oh, they can work. Okay, great. Tell me at what point these guys have time to work. Yeah, right. No, because a full-time student and a full-time athlete, which is two full-time now, jobs. Right. You, 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 don't, you don't have there, – there's no time. I'm not saying pay these guys millions. I'm not saying pay these guys $100,000 a year. I'm saying give them a standard stipend that keeps them more in balance with being able to be a person. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, know, I know some of them get scholarships and whatever, and you can use it for whatever. I'm just like – if you, there's nothing wrong with giving these guys some pocket money. Like there's really I, not. I think there's a couple of things. I think you need to give stipends to all the athletes. I think that you need to let them be able to sell their likeness, let them be able to sign things and sell them to alumni. The NCAA is making money on it. Why shouldn't they? That's right. And and another thing I think they should do. This is this is a college football specific. Let me let me let's hear how this hits you, Greg. Okay. Running backs, quarterbacks, kickers, punters should have no limit on how long they can be in college football, particularly running backs, because the way the system is set up now, they're forced to stay in college for three years. When they hit the NFL, they are immediately productive, but because if they're drafted high, you franchise them twice, they're 28 years old, you're not going to pay them anymore. So they need to let these running backs get out early in order to get ahead of that. Because so, if you let them out two years early, you get one guy, he's a, a one-hit wonder, they don't need to be in college football as long. Like, Saquon Barkley did not need to be in college football at all. So he comes out. Now his rookie deal is up when he's 23. Well, I would sign a guy for four years to 27. I'm not going to sign him for four years to 26, though. That doesn't make sense. I think in order uh, to get these guys paid from that perspective, they let, let them leave. Running backs, quarterbacks, kickers, punters. I'll be able to let, allow to leave big money. Uh, running backs, I'm entirely on your, uh, on your wavelength. Uh, I feel really bad for running backs right now because most of them are just not going to get paid. They, they literally get drug out of college, get used up, and then they get kicked around the league until they just go away. Unless they you're need, Frank Gore, who has straight up been right. in the league for, like, ever. <laughs> but, the the NFL, know, I think, needs to take on some responsibility in restructuring running back contracts. But if they're not going to do that, mm-hmm. then the, this is what the NCAA can do. I mean, and assuming the, I'm not let sure. Let them go, man. Let, let them go. And I know it's symbiotic, the NCAA and the NFL, over screwing all these people, but – Sure. They need to work together to either give them a contract, that, like, like a two-year rookie contract, or let them leave two years earlier so that they're not beholden to this. They, they get screwed over. 
No, yeah, and I and honestly, it's going to take like a very specific situation, you know, to 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 change this. I've seen this happen to too many people recently. Uh, like you know, Leonard Fournette comes out, kicks ass his rookie year. I mean, he is putting in the numbers. He gets hurt in his second year, and he's kind of just floated from there. Yeah, like you know. And then what's his payday going to be? Because is he going to command that? Like, no, he's going to get that tiny deal. He's going to he, get tagged probably because he doesn't it, want to hit the deal. And then he's in not a lot. Todd Gurley won like AP, like, you know, the offensive player of the year a few years ago. Dude just signed a one-year prove-it deal because now, granted, he was hurt. But, like, uh, those numbers as a quarterback, you know, you get – but you get paid. But I guess the difference is – Quarterbacks don't take the same shots that running backs do. Right. And that's why they, you got to protect them, man. I, I full on agree with that. You know, absolutely they can, and so can kickers and so can punters. That's kind of what I was like. Eh. I feel really bad for running backs right now. That's running backs are losing the at. most, for sure. Yeah, big time. And, you know, and, and you rely on them to death. Yep. But I, I guess – and that's and then maybe that's why the NFL is going towards more tandem situations. Like, you don't really see the running back star on too many teams anymore. You know, you've got – I mean, you say that, but there's a lot of these teams where, like, the backbone of their offense, like, obviously you have, like, like the Vikings with uh, Delvin Cook. Delvin, obviously Delvin, you yep. got Delvin Cook, excuse me. You got uh, Tennessee last year. The Giants with, are very yep. good, but they have that. You have the Patriots with Tom Brady. Was when they were good two years ago, it was off of Sonny Michelle. I forget the guy's name. You got the San Francisco 49ers are off their running back last year in play action. So, like, no. Tan, tan, no, no, no. Tandem is what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, I got so, like a two, like a two no, back it, tandem. You, you, yeah, you don't. You're you're seeing more and more tandems and less and less like star running back. Like That's this true. guy is our workhorse. Even yeah, though the, Atlanta Derek just Henry signed people. Todd Gurley, right? Even though Atlanta just signed Todd Gurley, they've got Brian Hill. Edo Smith, they got all these guys in the back waiting to help him out, you know, and that's, and that's what's killing fantasy, by the way. Yep. Jumping ahead slightly, we are totally going to talk about fantasy oh, when it comes up. And that's going to be, like, my biggest advice is, my God, stay away from the tandem quarterback, tandem running backs. But, no, that, that, and, that, and that's, that's kind of what it is. The idea is that you get a bunch of running backs that you can pay, like, $3 million a year instead yep. of that one mega guy who could get hurt. And I get it from the team standpoint, but I feel bad for the running backs, man. I think that the tandem thing could end up helping them if they if they get their average lifespan longer. But I mean, sure. it's just like I said, I, the running backs are the one they need. There needs to be some reform because right now they get so screwed over. And I also think mm-hmm. that the quarterbacks, in terms of cap, I think there needs to be a way for the quarterback to not to only have a to certain not eat of, up thirty percent of your. Well, cap. I think and the, I think this is being thrown around for the NBA too. These supermax deals. I think like a John Wall kind of deal. I think that the, the quarterback and the Supermax NBA player only should count for a certain percentage of your cap. So make it super high still, but don't make it literally a third. It's so like yeah. if you said, okay, they get paid all this money, but only 25% of the cap actually counts against us, even though they, but they still yeah. get the money. Yeah. And that, yeah. I, think that, uh, I think that would help. I think that if you apply that to a running back too, that could save them a little bit. You well, know, yeah, you can pay them the money, but it doesn't count against us as hard. You know, because I would like, I feel really, really bad. But like Devontae Freeman, who in tandem with Tevin Coleman, you know, that had a really good couple of years, and then he started getting hurt, and now dude's not even signed. Well, because like, there's it, no commitment to him. He got paid, and then he didn't do anything, and now everyone's terrified. Now also, he wants way too much money, like for for where he's at. Like, yeah, right. That's a whole separate thing. But no, like I agree. Like I think that would solve a whole lot of issues because these owners, man, they got the money to shell out some extra money to make sure that, like, you well, know, you know, 
maybe you move over a couple of uh, percentage points from 48 to 50% actually split it with the uh, NFL yeah. players here. What yeah. do you think about NBA players declaring at 18 instead of having to wait for one and done? Are you for one and done? Are you against it? What do, what do you I, think about that? I hate the one and done rule. I hate it so much. I want them to come out of college, come out of high school, go pro. If you want to go to college and groom yourself, I think you need to commit for a few years, man. Like, I, I hate I, – do, do you think it's it not should good be, for NCAA. In baseball, you, ha, you, you, can, you can go pro right away or commit three years. Do you think it should be that way? Or I they should be perfect. unhinged? No, I think it's perfect. Because I uh, – honestly, I'm a slightly biased. I hate Kentucky with every part of me. And their basketball program has made a living off of, like, the one-and-dones and, you know, grabbing onto the Drew Bledsoe's of the world and, like, blah, 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 Anthony blah. Davis and like, all. Yeah, absolutely. And – I don't like that because there's a lot of guys who need the grooming. There's a lot of guys who need the, uh, a lot of guys who need the just general like time spent in college. Working with with coach K for three years can only make you a better ball player. Like it's just, it's just how it is. Uh, No, I don't like the one and done rule because literally it's just guys coasting through their freshman years, probably failing out because they don't give a damn. They know they're going pro next year. That's, that's wasting everybody's time, man. Like I, I think we've said it already on the podcast. Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, two of the greatest NBA players to ever exist. Neither one of them, neither one of them even set foot. I'm just using just two massive examples. Never set foot on a college. You could go on the flip side that Jordan needed that time in college at UNC for three years to develop and become more mature and become a better basketball player. He also, needed that time. Once again, working under Dean Smith probably didn't hurt Probably him. for the best. Yeah, probably <laughs> a good move for most every basketball player ever. Yeah, but like, and also leave it up to the kids to decide, man. Like, you know, if, if you're making them decide to like, if you're making a, a kid decide that they're going to have to commit $50,000 a year to go to this school or whatever, also give them the option to go make $100,000 and like, I, I go think, dribble for the G, G League. I mean, come on. I think that the um, they should one, and I'm not sure that the if I much as I love the NBA, it's actually the NBA rule you have to be 19 years old to come out and declare. Sure. But I think that the NCAA also, when you get a scholarship and leave early, regardless of what sport you're in, I think that they usually to hold your scholarship and they pay for it later when you come back after your career. Because I'm not sure that's happening now, but like in the new G League Select thing, they pay for your school regardless of how long it takes you to finish. You know okay. What I mean? And so I think they also are getting 500 grand instead of 100 grand this year. They're not, they've, they've revamped the whole system. Damn. It's crazy. They're going to do a select team, which isn't even part of the G League. It's like they just get all these players together and play a couple of G League teams, a couple of FIBA teams, a couple of national teams, and then they go to the NBA. All right. But anyway, I, uh, uh, well, really, just real quick, just speaking of that, you know, you got you got cases, and this is a very specific case. But you got cases like uh, Lamelo Ball right now, who straight up never went to college. He went right. around he went around his ass to go everywhere, but well, right, you know. And apparently, he's ready to go. Like I keep hearing about how he's like the best talent in the draft, and blah blah blah. And it's breaking my heart to hear that. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like you you've got these guys who are doing these like roundabout ways, man. Just let them go. Yeah, there's got to be a way to get it done. Yeah, and also. Uh, Fun fact, apparently the Warriors did ask LeVar uh, if uh, LaMelo would be comfortable coming off the bench, and LaVar's response was Jordan didn't come off the bench. So that cocky asshole found a uh, way LeVar. to compare, compare his son to the greatest basketball player of all time. 
I want to react to LeVar. It's like giving him uh, any kind of cover, even on this a small amount. Yeah, of you're right. You're right. You're right. Move, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Becca, I want you to come on this podcast right now because over the last however many weeks, I have been saying, oh man, this is going to be her week. This is going to be it. I got news for you. This isn't your week. You're not getting it. I'm angry for last week. Hey, I was going to say, well, you know what? Last <laughs> week was my week, so I will forever bring up week six, <laughs> champion of sports. I am, I am obsessed. We are, we, no, no, no. We are not going to, like, don't let this distract <laughs> you from the fact that the Warriors blew a 3-1 lead. We're, we're, not, we're not doing this crap with your sec. No. <laughs> I, um, I have come lots and loaded this week. This isn't your week. Uh-huh. We'll Zoom fair play next week. I was like, oh, so we're just taking it all out this week. But I think I just want to get my 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 my, my rage out this week, and then we can continue. It's yeah, actually uh, it's a yeah, <laughs> it's a real term. I'm not like I'm not making up like a like a coined fan term or anything. So it's a real sports uh-huh. term. Are you ready for your term this week, Becca? Yeah, whatever. You're gonna nail it. <laughs> the term is a five hole. Five hole. <laughs> Huh. Uh, nope. There, there doesn't seem to be a lot of confidence behind my husband's microphone over there. I think you, I'm, not I, even, I, I'm not even sitting at the mic. <laughs> <laughs> five hole. Five hole. Think about it. You there know, could be a couple places you could go with it. Yeah, there could be. But like, yeah, I can't even think of many sports that you could use the word hole to define. <laughs> right. So I'm just going to, I'm going to stick with golf, even though I'm fairly confident it's incorrect. Maybe, maybe it's golf. You know, who knows? And, and a five hole, you know, you just, you walk up to the tee and then you put one ball down. Right. Is, is, this on the, is this on the fifth hole? No. Any hole? I would go with the fifth hole. Whereas, holy moly, we have hole number two, which is never the second <laughs> hole. That's right. Yeah. Um, Accurate. But you tee up with one ball, you knock it in. You ace that ball, <laughs> ace in the hole. Then you do it four more times in a row, just for shiggles. <laughs> and um, and that, my friend, is a five hole. Did you just imply that five hole in ones in a row is a thing? On the same hole, yeah. The same. <laughs> Why would you be yeah, going just, on the same hole? But for what did I say? For shiggles. For shiggles. <laughs> I <I'd>, no. <laughs> uh, but also, I just wanted to say, like, they actually took a professional golfer. I don't know who did this YouTube video, but they gave him, like, 300 shots on one hole to try to get a <laughs> hole in one, and dude never got it. So what the absolute hell did you just say? I, uh, <laughs> I just had to throw something out into the world. I knew right. this wasn't happening for me this week. David right. was determined. I, I apologize That's what we got. for coming it's, out it's, salty actually, this week. No, you don't. It's very, it's very similar to a nutmeg, though. It is similar okay. to a nutmeg. Yeah, it is uh, in hockey, in ice hockey. Okay. They when your goalie is standing in the goal, they name the spots around the goalie certain holes. So like the top right corner over his left of the, shoulder of the net of the net is the one hole. The top left is the three hole. In between his legs is the five hole. There are no holes in hockey. No, imagine imagine a hole. No, I is- know what we're saying. Imagine, <laughs> but how can this be a real term if there are no physical holes? It's the hole that you put your puck into. It's the hole around the goalie into the goal. A hole that is created by the goalie's inability to fill up the entire net with his body. Right. I'm going to take this up with the president of hockey <laughs> and get this term revoked. I think I, mean, I, got a lot of, I think I got a lot of things going on right now. 
<laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they start uh, August 1st, by the way. Get excited. But anyway. Okay. Yeah, I will not. Yeah, I apologize I for never coming have... out. With a hot, okay. t- a hot week, but I was I was upset the last week if you got it. I never have any indication whatsoever of when quote hockey season is. So they learn have, something I new. Think hey, especially worst, right now, they have any of the worst PR team of all sports for having such a great one of the best playoffs in sports. No one I know when baseball starts more than I know when hockey starts. I just know that hockey is happening when my one friend, shout out to Grace, is tweeting about it. Yeah, and that's all I got. No so, doubt, actually, uh, Grace. Uh, this is your hockey. This is your hockey content. Pretty much all the hockey content you're gonna get out of me. Uh, just be, just be <laughs> proud that we, I knew last, what a high pole was. She did say when she was listening through some of them last week that she was enjoying your uh, hockey commentary, specifically <laughs> oh, from Greg or, or, or lack thereof. Uh, <laughs> sweet Becca, tell me how many times I was right. You know, um, I mean, that's pretty much what it is this week. It's again just some more like yeah. fun facts. A lot of there wasn't a lot this of week, space. Yeah, it wasn't a lot yeah. of space to go directly wrong. You know, I did just for fun get the year that each of those games came out that y'all talked about because you mentioned oh, yeah. like the the most recent one you said was like nine years ago. And let's see, the oldest one that was mentioned was NFL Street Two. And that was 2004 is when it came out. Wow. 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 I am old enough to say my favorite game of all time is 16 years old. Wow. Well, and then we sport and NCAA March Madness uh, both came out in 2006 that we discussed. Oh, actually, NHL Hits Pro was 2003. Wow, that Greg one's is old, man. Yeah, and actually, yeah. Uh, I, I, I can push this just a little further and say that I got it from Sam's Club when it was, like, on super sale. So, <laughs> yeah, like, right. Not <laughs> so, out of the box yeah. new. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> and then Wii Sports Resort was 2009. We touched on that for a second. And then um, 2010 was actually NBA 2K11. Yeah, so. right. It always comes out the year before. Yep. Um, with that said, though, uh, I thought it was interesting because we talked about Wii U being a flop. I want you to guess the all-time highest-selling game. Uh, are we talking money or are we talking consoles moved? Number of units. Okay, even better. Mm. It's got to be one of the early ones, right? Like, like, like the Sega Genesis or something. Hmm. I'm going to go thing. with. I'm gonna go with the Super Nintendo. I'm going N64. No, y'all are very wrong. It's the uh, it's the PlayStation. The first one, like the original PS1. I think I knew that. I should. Oh, yeah. I think I knew that. Okay. Hey. It's, but I was looking that up because I was looking up how many the Wii had sold versus the Wii U, and the Wii is the number two selling uh, game. I can totally believe that. Ever? Yeah. Oh my god. It had so much hype behind it. Um, well, yeah. Well, it, it tried to convince all fat people that you were going to get skinny playing tennis. <laughs> we fit. <But> yeah. <laughs> But its total is actually right behind the PlayStation with 101.63 million. Also, slight disclaimer, I'm still fat and I've been playing Wii for years. So (laughs) it does not change anything for you. Moving on. With that context, how many units do you think the Wii U has sold? 100 is at the top. Oh, God, like 30 or 40 million. I'll go 60. 13.56 13.56 oh. million. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember who I was talking to recently, but they were like, the Wii U was not a flop. All right, it's on. I'm it going was, to scream was, this in every room I enter until I find that person. <laughs> fact check, it was JP, who you work with. <laughs> oh, Imagine man, was, was it really? Oh, yes, man, work is going to be fun next I week. 99% positive that is the case. But anyway, 
So that is, I mean, that's essentially it outside of, oh, the NFL and EA, um, their agreement is actually through 2026. Yeah, that's what I thought. I five or 10 years. Yeah, and I'm upset about that because for the same reason the 2K, 2K, 2K does, does not have an exclusive deal with the NBA. The live just gave up for whatever reason. I guess because their EA is evil. But there's just like, there's so many things in Madden that are good because you have to pay to keep unlocking more things or you're incentivized yeah. to pay. And there's many things that like aren't really touched anymore because they're just like, we're not making any more money off of it and there's no one else to compete with us. So we're just going to put out the same thing every year for that mode and move on. Yep, that franchise mode sucks now. But like they and have a lot of the My Team stuff is really cool or whatever they call it. And, and Madden, Madden Ultimate Team, the Mud It's teams. cool and creative and whatever, but like why can't you do that for the whole game? Just, and uh, EA does weird. this for a lot of games where like they flush it out over the next four years where they can't deal with Madden because of the one year well, title now. And they did face they did face the franchise mode this year, which they're trying to make like the 2K my player mode. The problem is they did it for like a season, and then from there from there yeah like I guess and then like after you go through the Super Bowl, you stop getting texts from anybody, you stop interacting with anybody. It's literally just every other week some like safety like texts you and says like I'm about to wreck your crap, and you're like no you're okay. not, <laughs> yeah, and right. then you move on. Like it doesn't matter. Uh, no, it, Madden's gotten lazy, and it's sad. Sadder than the fact that the dudes just don't know how to rate their players anymore. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's just uh, – uh, the two of us. Speaking of rating <laughs> their players, my – and I guess this is more so about the uh, top 100. My yep. final side note is I'm going to make Greg a T-shirt that says Matt Ryan Fan Club with president written on the back. Oh, my God. I want that so badly. I'll, <laughs> I would wear that all the time. I'm glad you're not offended. Maddie, Maddie is my dude. No, I support that in every way. Like, no, I well, mostly it's for like I I didn't want to get into screaming about the fact that Julio placed 11th underneath DeAndre Hopkins and Michael Thomas because I already did that with the Madden thing. Yeah, right. But like it all it all aggravated me. It's just it really aggravated me in a world in which NFL players think Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback. You're just really, really passionate about Matty Ice and the Ice Cubes. It's okay. That that dude, it's my dude, man. I've got I've got I've got a Matt Ryan Funko Pop sitting behind me for God's sakes, Matt Ryan. If you want a hug, <laughs> bring that bring this heat to North Carolina. <laughs> oh just, Lord, wrapping just, up on a heartfelt note this week. Just, just wait till the coronavirus is done, because I don't I don't want to do that. So hey, look at that, guys! I didn't threaten to fight anyone this week. I, I'm proud of you, Greg. I threatened to spread love. <laughs> All right, on that, uh, on that, yeah, I guess that's true too. On that god awful note, uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening uh, to yet another installment of Out of Our League Opinions from the Bleachers. If you liked what you heard, please, please like, subscribe, let everyone know what's going on. We want this to continue. We want this to get bigger. We want to eventually have better, cooler guests on. Uh, you <laughs> wow! Know. Shots Dang. at Tim. Yeah, Tim ain't listening. No, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Tim, you're the man. You know that. But you're no Matt Ryan, Tim. Uh, yeah, please listen. Uh, please like, subscribe. Please comment. Uh, please follow us on social media at out of our underscore league. And other than that, guys, thanks so much for listening. And we'll be back at it again next week. Have a good week. <laughs>